0: The poet Alexander Pope once said of Isaac Newton, Nature and nature's laws lay hid by night. God said, Let Newton be, and there was light. On December 25, 1642, the momentous event took place. A child who had become one of the greatest thinkers of modern history was born, Isaac Newton. He was born in the manor house of the hamlet of Woolsthorpe, which was northwest of the village of Coultersworth and south of the town of Grantham. His father, also named Isaac Newton, was the son of a yeoman who had recently become Lord of a Manor. His mother was Hannah Eilscoff, the daughter of James Eilscoff, a member of the English Gentry. The infant was born premature, and his mother joked that he could be popped into a court mug. The elder Isaac Newton died in October of 1646, two months before his son was born. Biographers of the younger Isaac Newton have noted that his father's side of the family did not have a tradition of education. Both his brother and nephew were illiterate until their deaths. The elder Isaac Newton also didn't read and write, and may not have been interested in giving the young Isaac Newton the education that he received. It was his mother who chose to send him to school to get an education. Although his father's side of the family was made up of mostly illiterate yeomen. His mother's side of the family was educated, and his uncle, William Ilescoff, was a reverend who had studied theology at Trinity College, Cambridge, which the young Isaac Newton would later attend. If his father had lived and had a greater role in his education, Isaac Newton may have simply continued in his ancestor's tradition and have become a farmer. In 1646 Hannah Ilescoff was remarried to the Reverend Barnabas Smith. Smith did not bring the young Newton to his home, and the three-year-old Isaac was left in Woolsthorpe in the care of his maternal grandmother. Isaac Newton, later in life, remembered this as a very painful time in which he resented being separated from his mother. He developed bitterness toward his parents, and once, out of frustration, he threatened to burn them both and the house over them. Other than this painful experience, we do not know much of Newton's early years. In 1653, after his stepfather's death, his mother returned and lived with him, bringing with her two daughters and a son from her second marriage. Newton had trouble getting along with his stepsisters and stepbrothers and may have felt some envy towards them. Newton's stay with his mother was brief, and in 1654 she sent him to the King's Grammar School for boys in nearby Grantham. It's here that Newton first developed his intellectual interests and skill at innovation. It was also here that he met the headmaster, Mr. Stokes, who saw the boy's potential, and played a key role in convincing his mother to allow him to stay in school to prepare for the university. While at the King's Grammar School in Grantham, Isaac Newton learned Latin and Greek literature and the Bible, which were standard for the day. He lived with a local apothecary, Mr. Clark, who had two sons and a daughter. Isaac Newton did not interact with them much. As a child, he was known for being solitary, lost in his own world. He was also a difficult and irritable child who got into fights with Clark's children over bread. He later confessed to getting into confrontation with Clark's children, as well as not getting along with the other boys at his school. While Isaac Newton made few friends at the school, he excelled at learning. Curiously, the boy who would one day invent calculus probably did not study any mathematics while at Grantham. He mainly studied classical Latin and Greek works, which were the standard curriculum for grammar schools in those days. This was, however, not useless to him by any means. In the 17th century, Latin was still the language of science, and all major scientific works were published in Latin. This is, of course, reflected in the Latin title of his principal work on physics and mathematics, Philosophiae Naturalis Principia Mathematica. It was his knowledge of the Latin language which allowed him to converse with scientists across Europe and to keep up to date with the cutting-edge science of the day. Poor Latin would have been much more of a barrier to his success as a scholar than a late start in mathematics, particularly since it was scarcely for years after he started his mathematical education that he invented calculus. It was also from these classical and biblical sources that he most likely developed his interest in history, theology, and prophecy on which he probably spent more time than physics or mathematics.